0: Welcome to the PFF NFL Daily today, asking the question, who is the best coach in the NFL? We'll break it all down. Thanks to the great Taj over at PFF.com. Sam, uh, Taj wrote another article. He has been a star on the R&D team. Uh, recently, he was, you know, he's, he's writing all sorts of great articles. And, and here he is breaking down some analytics on NFL head coaches. There's a couple different answers. You've got head coaching wins over expected dating back to 2009. We have the same thing back to 2017. But let's start with this, Sam. Who did you think would be the top coach? And uh, who do you think is, you know, whether it's based off of Tasia's analysis or your own?
1: Yeah, it's a very cool article. Um, I would go over to PFF.com, read it right now. There's a bunch of different ways to look at this, obviously, um, in terms of the best head coach in the NFL. A lot of different ways you can quantify it. But I, I like a couple of the, the list that, that the, this analysis spat out because I think some of it tallies very neatly with what you would expect. If you're looking at the last decade's worth of coaching, the two names that are going to be at the top of your list, by and large, will be Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. Um, and then when you start to look a little bit more recently, when you start to look at just the last couple of seasons, Belichick drops down the list a little bit. And what changed? Tom Brady left town. And, you know, this has been the debate, right? How much of the New England dynasty um, has been Bill Belichick? How much has been Tom Brady? At the very minimum, I think the needle is turning towards Tom Brady. And Belichick has this fight on his hands now to, you know, claw back some of the credit that he had in the bank as being the greatest coach in NFL history.
0: From a from a process standpoint, the way that this is viewed is essentially, okay, which facets of play, if you just use PFF grades, which facets lead to winning more often and if you've listened to us enough you know it's the pass game you know it's passing it's receiving it's coverage so what was essentially happening here is trying to say okay based off of those facets how many wins uh, did a head coach earn you know above expectation or you know to expectation or whatever it might be I think the tricky part is unpacking how much the coach actually has on the grades it's easy to just put grades into a box and say well, a guy graded well, therefore you had good players. But of course, the coaches coach the players too, right? So there's mm-hmm. there's a little bit of crossover there. But yeah, you're right. Belichick, Andy Reid, Sean Payton's up there. John Harbaugh's up there. I just wonder how much we should give a pass, uh, not give a pass, but, but boost Andy Reid or John Harbaugh because they're up there without elite quarterbacks most of the time. Right. Once once Andy Reid got the elite quarterback, all of a sudden they're just like locked into the AFC championship the whole time. But up until that point, Andy Reid had a history of elevating Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith and everybody that he had coached. How much do we look at Andy Reid, John Harbaugh having Joe Flacco now with Lamar Jackson? Mike Tomlin's had Big Ben. Pete Carroll has had Russell Wilson. A lot of these top quarterbacks have had the best. uh, A lot of these top coaches have had some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and that's why, you know, getting back to the original question, who's the best coach in the NFL, if I was picking one name, the guy I think that I would probably be most confident in would be Andy Reid because if you're doing that and you're working on the basis of, hey – you don't really know what this guy's stepping into, right? let's say you're doing it for a a new franchise, a new expansion franchise. You've no idea what the roster is going to look like. You've no idea how good the quarterback is. Who do you want coming in, knowing that you're going to get like the best coach in the league to be able to give you the best possible opportunity of being good early. I think Andy Reid is the best option there, right? Andy Reid is the most likely guy to get the most out of your quarterback, to get success out of whatever group of offensive playmakers you can put around them and to clearly make a team good for a pretty consistent basis. And, you know, you can patch the things that Andy Reid doesn't do or doesn't do well or isn't, you know, isn't a part of the defense or whatever. You can make up for that. You can put together an average defense and Andy Reid will make things happen. So he would be the guy I think I'd be most confident in. John Harbaugh is really interesting because, you know, the Ravens are so at the sharp end of, analytics and, and the sort of progressive data-driven approach to game situations now, going for it on fourth down, two-point conversions, all those kinds of things. Like the Ravens are as good as anybody at that right now, and that obviously bleeds into John Harbaugh and what he's doing. Um, now, you can, I think, fairly raise the question of, well, what happens in this expansion franchise, right? If you don't have that phenomenal analytics department that the Ravens have and all this in, increased information and flow does John Harbaugh kind of regress and go back to just being you know just another coach or does he himself bring a lot of that to the table
0: that's what it see you're bringing the same question I'm bringing how much do you how much do you separate the quarterback from the coach I think you have to give the coach credit for implementing the analytics yes. so to speak right you have to have buy-in and we've we've sat on the PFF NFL podcast over and over and said You know, good job by the Ravens building that system around Lamar Jackson. That's why John Harbaugh, if you look at the list in Tasia's article, John Harbaugh, the best coach since 2017. Uh, Two and a half of those seasons are with Lamar Jackson under center. So it goes Harbaugh, then Andy Reid, then Brian Flores, and then Matt Nagy of the Bears. Bill Belichick falls to sixth. But I think the, the names. So first off, I think you give Harbaugh credit for making
1: all the right decisions using that information. And I think you can also get if give him credit for, I mean, he didn't create the system, but for being fine with the idea of, you know, Greg Roman came into a, came into a room one day and said, hey, we're going to junk the offense and build this system that's not going to look like anything else, but it's the one that makes Lamar Jackson an MVP. And Harbaugh went, okay, yep, cool, not a problem. Like, there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of head coaches in the NFL that would not have been okay with that move. You know, they, particularly guys that obviously have a, a system on offense that they're wedded to, he deserves credit for being willing to take that kind of chance. Uh, I would
0: also say, you know, I've compared Bill Belichick to Eric Bischoff in wrestling on most recently on the PFF NFL of podcast. Have. Of course. Because Bill Belichick made the most important decision in NFL history. He made a decision that changed the course of his own career, of NFL history, of the Patriots, you know, history and all that stuff. Uh, Bill Belichick still kind of deserves the residual credit for choosing Tom Brady over Drew Bledsoe. So I think if you're you're asking the question, who's the best coach in the NFL overall and currently and historically and based off of what they've done, I think you have to say Bill Belichick. If you're talking about moving forward, I would skew toward the coaches that have done more with less at the quarterback position, knowing how much the quarterback impacts things. So I look at John Harbaugh. I look at Andy Reid. Brian Flores, Matt Nagy. And I think that that is a good list. And I think that I'm going to pose this question on the list going back to 2009. There are some intriguing names like Rex Ryan is one of the better coaches against expectation. Lovey Smith. I'm going to highlight coaches who are in the top tier or the top you know, half of the league, but never really had elite quarterbacks. Bruce Arians is on that list. He never had an elite quarterback until he got Tom Brady, right? So he goes from above average coach to Super Bowl winning coach. So I think NFL teams would actually be smart to look at this list, take out the quarterbacks that have been elevated, perhaps maybe there's you know a little bit of noise because of the quarterback and look at a guy like Rex Ryan and say, you know what? Historically, Rex Ryan with Mark Sanchez under center with Tyrod Taylor has done a really good job of getting the most out of his team rex ryan lovey smith bruce arians until he got brady jim caldwell with the detroit lions ron rivera who's now doing it with the washington football team i think those names are intriguing as potential rehires
1: if they're ever available down the road i mean caldwell is a fascinating one because matt patricia is one of the coaches that comes out worst from this analysis which obviously tallies to everything we just saw over the past couple of years in detroit that thing was an absolute mess but Jim Caldwell is the guy who, A, had the best record of any Lions coach in recent memory, and B, shows up well in these metrics. And yet Jim Caldwell was sort of fairly quickly dumped out of that building as obviously not the right way to go. I mean, if Detroit had to do over on that, it would seem there's a lot of pieces of information now saying that you might have wanted to keep hold of uh, Caldwell instead.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at this. It's a, it's a great piece of work by Tej. I want to highlight one more name. Adam Gase since 2017, 14th in the NFL for all the crap that he takes. Adam Gase, and universally acknowledged last year as the as the joke of NFL coaches. Um, I've made the point that he's been saddled with terrible rosters. I'm not saying he's done a great job, but the actual <laughs> roster that Adam Gase has been working with the last four years of his coaching career have not been good at all.
1: Yeah, but that's definitely another chicken in the egg on the other in the other. The other direction, which is how much was Adam Gase responsible for depressing the talent level of those rosters by being Adam Gase. The name that I think is worth highlighting is in the top end, though, again, is Sean Payton. Sean Payton comes in number five and has had Drew Brees for most of that time. But when he hasn't had Drew Brees... The guy has an incredible record of wins and losses with Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill, and now we're going to see that for a year, right? Now we're going to get a full season of not having Drew Brees. So Sean Payton being ranked that high is a good thing, a good omen for New Orleans not falling off a cliff the way a lot of people might expect them to.
0: Yeah, good test for Sean Payton for sure. So go check it out. Uh, Just to answer the original question, though, I'm saying Bill Belichick is still the best head coach in the NFL, but going forward, I'm with you on the John Harbaugh, Andy Reid thing. If you're just going back historically, current coaches, who's the best coach for you? Like all time? Eh, since '09 when this first study in Tages' article started. You giving it to Belichick uh, or you go to Andy
1: Reid? Let's go with Andy Reid. I think Belichick, Belichick has been proven now, proven to be a product of Tom Brady. That's all I need to see. Oh, Sam. Always,
0: always <laughs> on the Brady bandwagon. Buying all Def, the probab- propaganda one. once again. Let us know who's the best coach in the NFL. It's PFF NFL Daily.